0: welcome 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 to another edition of the CIA cast, the podcast covering the world of high school sports and uh, other topics in the state of Connecticut. I'm Joel Cookson and we are happy that you've decided to spend a little time with us today getting ready for another Connecticut high school sports season. Yes, it has arrived. It will be here soon in fact uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. The 5th of September. The first date of competition is Thursday. Despite all of the heat, hopefully our teams will be up and ready to go as uh, competition gets underway on Thursday. Looking forward to that. So, we've got uh, one of our favorite podcasts to run each year. We just got one guest uh, today. That is Ned Griffin of the Day of New London. And every year, well, every year, this is now, I believe, the fifth year. We've done this feature with Ned. Ned, uh, deeply immersed in the world of Connecticut high school football, as uh, knowledgeable and uh, and well-informed f- as anybody in the media uh, on the world of Connecticut high school football. Ned is going to walk us through uh, – we, we've never come up with a name for this feature, which I, I feel like I change the name uh, one way or another every go-around. But Ned is going to walk us through what I consider the ultimate – High school football fans itinerary for the 2018 season. He's going to give us roughly uh, one, sometimes maybe one or more, uh, games every week that fans should check out, which would give you a, uh, a nice cross-section of, uh, of competition uh, to watch through this high school football season. So this is one of our favorite things to do, Ned as I said, knows so much about the world of Connecticut high school football. He's got so much information. This is going to be great. He, uh, he's going to go through it, uh, give us a game to, to travel to, and, and hopefully uh, some of the fans out there take us up on that. Maybe we'll see if uh, if anyone listening and uh, who follows us on Twitter or, or Facebook or anywhere else, Wants to uh, to chime in at the end of the year and let us know. Maybe we'll have a little competition to see who makes it to the most uh, most games out of Ned's uh, itinerary. We'll try to uh, see if we can make that happen. So that's what we have coming up on this edition of the CIAC Cast. We thank you very much for listening. Uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. If you do listen to us there, please uh, subscribe uh, so you get that feed that podcast into your feed uh, automatically. Also, rate us and leave us a review. If you uh, if you do subscribe to us on Apple, you can also find us on Google Play uh, and Stitcher, so a couple different places, and you can always find it on Sports.com as well. Lives there uh, on the website. So uh, other places you can check out information from the CIC as I mentioned, Sports.com, That's going to be your homepage uh, for the world of Connecticut high school sports as the season gets underway here in the next few days. We've got schedules. We've got uh, all the information you could possibly want. Someone pointed out the other day on Twitter, we forget some of these things, but uh, directions to all of the member school uh, athletic fields are available on CIACsports.com. Schedules, rosters, uh, anything you hopefully would want uh, to prepare for the uh, and follow the Connecticut High School sports season is available on CIACsports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the handle there is at CIACsports. We are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash CIACsports. Uh, always updating, always posting good information there. Hoping to get out tomorrow and maybe post some pictures and videos on Instagram from uh, from competition as uh, as the season gets underway. So keep an eye out for that. Love to uh, to have folks following us there as well. So, that's uh, that's what we've got here. I'm very excited to get into this with Ned. Before we do, of course, I want to quickly let you know things you might have missed on CIACsports.com. Got a big, big, big edition of Linked Up um, that we posted uh, last Friday. I believe somewhere in the area of uh, 30 stories, feature stories, uh, from the world of Connecticut high school sports and beyond. Did a nice feature, nice fun feature with... Uh, Former Ridgefield High School swimming standout Kieran Smith, who's now uh, taken his talents to the University of Florida, uh, talked to Kieran about why he chose to participate in high school sports. And uh, someone with his ability certainly had other options available to him, and he chose to apply uh, to his trade at, uh, at Ridgefield High School. So talked a little bit to him uh, about that. There's information there on CICsports.com. Uh, rules interpretations for the fall sports from the NFHS all in one place you can find those there as well and there's also information speaking of uh, things that are available on CIAC Sports information about adding a, a school's calendar to your uh, computer or mobile device if you want to uh, you know, have your teams all their games uh, imported uh, automatically into your calendar uh, there's a way to do that as well and instructions there uh, on featured stories on CIACsports.com also keep an eye on the NFHS Network our partner uh, exclusive broadcast. Podcast partner of the CIAC tournament uh, championships. Uh, we've been working with schools to add a number of uh, Pixelot cameras. These are cameras that will be uh, providing uh, live streams from games uh, around the state of Connecticut. There's a handful of them out uh, in the wild now, so to speak. So keep an eye on the NFHS Network. Games are uh, going to be start being broadcasted uh, around the state uh, as seasons kick off. The, a lot of them have been installed at outdoor uh, venues you'll see some soccer you'll see some football available you'll see all kinds of things uh, being broadcast so go to uh, nfhsnetwork.com slash ciac or nfhsnetwork.com and then search for connecticut you'll get a list of all the schools Uh, you can get a season subscription there or you can do a monthly pass it's a just 9.99 for a monthly pass and that gives you unlimited uh unlimited viewing for that month. So hope uh fans will will check that out. Uh don't have an updated list at the moment of schools that uh that are going to be broadcasting their uh, their fall games, but I know there's at least probably uh between 5 and 10 I think at this point that have, uh, have either will be doing their school broadcast productions or, um, or have the Pixelot cameras that will be providing coverage of uh, their outdoor venues. Field hockey as well. A lot of teams play field hockey, on the, of course, on their stadiums uh, as well. So a lot of different sports uh, will be available. So whatever you're a fan of, whatever school you're a fan of, uh, check out NFHSnetwork.com to see if uh, they're going to be broadcasting. This fall, and you can check out the games from wherever you are. Check them out on your mobile device uh, as well. So, oh, and also wanted to point out, uh, we have a mobile version of CIAC Sports. If you uh, turn your browser to ciacmobile.com on your mobile device, your tablet, whatever it may be, you get a mobile version of the site. It's got great, uh, great information there. Great things to link to. Um, you know, schedules, uh, information about your favorite school, including those directions. If you're in the car and need to uh, fu- quickly find your way to uh, to a venue, uh, that's a good way to do it as well. Of course, please... Uh, do that while you're parked, not while you're driving. Uh, We've we'll got to that message in just a minute or two here. But uh, lots of good information. So point your browser to CICMobile.com uh, on your mobile device or tablet. That will give you uh, our mobile version of the site. It's a, it's a really useful tool. It has a link there to the podcast as well, the latest podcast. So that's an easy way to, uh, to listen to the CIC Cast uh, as you get ready for the high school sports season. All that said, let's quickly bring you the message from our friends at the Connecticut Department of Transportation. Quite simply, they remind you to uh, keep your phone parked away. One text or call could wreck it all. Not worth the risk, folks. you got uh, a lot of kids on the roads now. Schools are back in session. you got school buses everywhere. You need to be paying attention to what you're doing. When you're behind the wheel, you need to be focused on what's happening. Please don't put uh, pull your phone out and start looking through your emails, looking through your text messages, whatever it might be, looking for directions uh, while you're out driving. Get, park the park yourself somewhere. Look at your phone that way if you need to, but please do not do it while you're driving. It's just not worth the risk. You're putting yourself at risk. You're putting the people around you at risk. You're putting your passengers at risk, other cars. It's uh, It's terrifying. It's the worst feeling in the world, and I'm sure everyone uh, out there can relate to this. When you're in a car and you see somebody else driving and you know they're not paying attention, it's such a helpless feeling. Uh, you just hope that they uh, get their act together and quickly get their eyes back on the road because it's uh, it's a jeopardy uh, that they're putting themselves in and putting other people in so one text or call could wreck it all the message from our friends at the Connecticut Department of Transportation please be safe out there on the roads uh, as we get ready to uh, begin the new high school season and uh, and on the road if you uh, have a schedule that you want to follow for the upcoming high school football season who better to drive you through it than Ned Griffin of the day of New London as I said this is one of our favorite things we do every year. Ned has so much information. He really spends a lot of time kind of planning this out, uh, trying to figure out games that, uh, that folks can get to and, uh, and, and giving people a good cross-section of the state of Connecticut and all that the high school football season has to offer. So with that said, let's get to Ned and hear what he's got to, uh, to say to preview the 2018 high school football season. We have with us uh, Ned Griffin of the New London Day, because it is almost high school football season, and that means that we need to get on the phone with Ned for one of our favorite uh, recurring segments here on the CIC cast. I was doing a little research. I believe this is now the fifth installment uh, of this little venture. So Ned, thank you very much for being with us.
1: Well, thank
2: you for having me. What's, what's uh, the gift for a fifth anniversary?
0: That's an excellent question, and I failed to Google that ahead of time, but uh, I, I will certainly look it up, and it will be in the mail for you promptly. Because uh, I look forward to my gold bar. That's exactly right. That's, that's how we pay, uh, we pay you, either in gold bars or more tie-dye t-shirts. I think those are that's roughly you, equivalent. That's
2: how you all roll at the hq
0: That's exactly right. We, uh, we take care of our, uh, of our frequent guests. So for those unfamiliar... Gold. Gold. What we do is we uh, we ask Ned to uh, to walk us week by week through the high school football season, and and basically I uh, give us what what I would call the the ultimate uh, Ned Griffin football itinerary. So we give him uh, ask him to pick roughly one game per week. Occasionally, we'll allow him to cheat and uh, and and hit us with two games if it's a particularly compelling week. But uh, Ned takes it upon himself to, to, to offer some different games, some different teams, some exciting things to look at as we go through the season. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Griffin, the, uh, the floor is yours. Where are you sending us in week one?
2: Uh, well, <laughs> week one and already I'm having two games for you.
0: All right. Well, we'll start off with some cheating. All right. That's we'll
2: we'll we're gonna cheat right away. Um, Friday night, um, go to see a lot at Shein. Um bit of a conundrum this year with the SEC in that the three of the favorites, uh, and Shelton Hand and Mm -hmm. Sheehan, uh, all play in different divisions and do not cross over much, so it was a bit of a challenge trying to find a game for each of them where I thought they might get pushed by someone. Law has the capability to push them. Uh, They return a bulk of their uh, scores from last year's class M playoff team. Led by Mike Plaskin, uh, he rushed for almost three hundred, almost three thousand yards last season with twelve touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a bit of a quick lad, as he was fourth in the fifty-five meters at the Class M Indoor Championships last year. Um, Sheehan was a fun team last year. They were uh, supposed to be young and maybe a year away, and instead they went and just sort of blitzed through the entire SEC Division Three. Uh, led by Weston thursday Weston Terzi, their quarterback. Uh he threw for almost seventeen hundred yards with twenty three touchdowns. Uh and he's got a few weapons at his disposal, such as Jordan Davis, uh who almost rushed for a thousand yards with eleven touchdowns. Uh, Sheehan last year took Law down forty one twenty six. We shall see what happens this season. Uh Saturday, and this is why we have to do
0: two games. Okay, we'll allow it then if it's Uh, a different day.
2: Saturday is uh, New Canaan at St. Joseph. Um, This could be a preview of, or or, I mean, this is going to be a debut of two teams capable of winning a state title. Uh, New Canaan has been moved up to LL this year. They have more than enough ammunition to win a state title. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm struggling to remember the last time a Connecticut high school team had four Division one recruits, uh, which Notre Dame does. Uh, they have quarterback Drew Pine, who, despite being a junior, has already committed to Notre Dame. Uh, Jack Connolly, one of their massive linemen, six seven three fifteen. Uh, he's going to Boston College. You have one of the other linemen, Jack Stewart, six, five, 275. He's going to Michigan. And lastly, but not leastly, like Garrett Braden, the linebacker, is committed to Rice. Which means he's not only athletic; he's also really, really smart. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, for Saint Joseph, the defending Class S champions who are moved up to M this year, uh, they also have a uh, Division One quarterback commit in David Summers, who has headed off to Maryland next year. Uh, he threw for over three thousand yards last season. Uh, returns a lot of his uh, weapons around him, including Phil Casmeg. Uh, a tight end linebacker. It's good to see a tight end still around nowadays in mm-hmm. era of the four receiver offenses. Um, also, trying to remember the last time we've had a football game where both teams are starting a Division one quarterback, and I can't think of one. So, that makes this a, a rather unique game, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if either team receives number one votes in the opening uh, New Haven Register, in Game Time CT. Top ten poll, which I believe is coming on Tuesday. Yep. Cheap plug for the game time CT. Uh, <laughs> so those are your two games for week one. Uh, week two. Week two. Week two. I don't know if I should let you say week two or if I should.
0: Say well, it. you can go right uh, ahead. Week two. We did. Okay. it. Now we've both I'll, done it. I'll We're on.
2: <laughs> Okay. Week two. That would be Friday, September fourteenth. Uh, it is a ECC, SEC, SWC, uh, SWC crossover weekend. Um, so wanted to get everyone to a game that you would not see most times as the mm-hmm. teams cross over from league to league. So let's go to Brookfield at Hill House. Uh, these are both Class M teams with designs on winning the state title. Brookfield has sort of been down the last two seasons, although they've been rebuilding around a young group. And The young group is now seniors, <clears throat> uh, return 19 starters. Uh, Hill House, uh Lost some of their uh, receivers and running backs, but uh, they have more than enough large, large men up in front. Uh, return for their five uh, linemen. Um, Neil Ely, uh, one of their running backs, he rushed for almost a thousand yards last season. He is worth going to watch. Uh, so that will be your game for week
0: two. Already.
2: Uh, week three, we are cheating again. Oh man, <laughs>
0: early, early cheating, Ned. Uh, which we tried to keep this down
2: to a minimum, but...
0: That's all right. Um,
2: Friday, September 21st is a matchup between North Brantford and Branford. Uh, don't know if these two teams have ever played, <clears throat> as North Branford plays in the Pequots and Brantford plays in the Southern Connecticut Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to scheduling snafus and teams folding, uh, <clears throat> both were forced to scramble to find someone to play them. So they decided, well... Let's Play Our Neighbors. There you go. Uh, uh, so that makes it interesting. Uh, a new match, never mind the fact, a border rivalry. Mm-hmm. So go check that out on Friday, September 21st. Um, Saturday, September 22nd, cheating a bit here, as I have another game with St. Joe's for everyone to see. Uh, Darian at St. Joe's. Um, Darian is the three-time, three-time, three-time defending class of a champion. Uh, they may open up the season as the number one team in the state again, despite the fact that they've graduated a lot from last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, ordinarily, that would be cause for concern, but Darian has just been reloading and then some the past few seasons. So what's another year of having to plug in some new starters? Um, they are led on defense by Connor Fay. Uh, he's a linebacker and one of the few top All-State players from last season who was back. Uh, he's a rangey six foot two fifteen linebacker. Uh and Saint Joe's you already know about. Yeah. So Darien is Saint Joseph on Saturday, September twenty second.
0: All right. Week four. What do we have on tap? Only one game.
2: Uh Saturday, <laughs> September twenty ninth. Wanted everyone to get a chance to come see uh, the Fitch High School Falcons. Oh. They were uh Undefeated last year, down here in these here parts in the Eastern Connecticut Conference, uh, they have a lot back enough to make another run at the Class L playoffs. Uh, they run a sexy Moscowapo option offense, uh, commanded by quarterback Tyler Nelly, who uh, has more than enough experience running match. A uh, New London uh, always always has talent. Yep. Uh, among them, they're running back by the name of Jacob Commander, who's one of my favorite players, and that he's just kind of a bowling ball. <clears throat> uh, also a really good wrestler, too. Uh, and he's worth watching just to see him slip through tackles and or break them and run people over. Uh, so that'll be your Saturday matinee game down here, fish at New
0: London. Very nice. Make the drive out to uh, to that eastern part of the state on a uh, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, I'm sure. Uh week five, what do we have on, on uh in store for folks that week? Okay. We're
2: we're doing a bit of a cheat here. <clears throat> uh you're gonna start the day or start the week Saturday, October sixth, and go check out the Cog and Chug Hail Ray East Hampton Co op playing the Cromwell Portland co op. Um Coggenshaw has not been known as a power within the Pequot Conference. However, uh, their head coach, Eric Becker, breathed life into the program last season. It's his first year. Uh, people might know him as the man who used to wear the orange hats on the hand football sidelines when he was running their offense mm-hmm. uh, during the final years of Steve Philippone's reign and Helped coach them to state titles, and Philippon was always quick to commend him with being a big reason why they succeeded. Um, they got a lot back uh, six on offense and seven on defense. Uh, some folks around the watch say they are a team to keep an eye on. Uh, good Lord, they do not lack like large men up front. Uh, let's see, we have six foot 260, six foot, six, two 250, six foot 250, foot 250. 5'11", 250, that's pretty good. That, that's sizable. Um, yeah, so they have some sizable, by the way, that would be Terry Lockwood, Justin Gagner, Kenneth Trawicki, and Gabe Slade, and those four linemen I just want, uh, rattled off. Cromwell-Portland mm-hmm. uh, never, ever has trouble trying to find guys who can run fast and or catch the ball, um, and they've permanently been one of the uh, standard bearers in that conference. Uh, they are led this year by their returning quarterback, Frank, Bryce Karstetler, uh, he threw for almost 1,400 yards last year and 17 touchdowns. Um, this could be uh, one of the best games in the Pequot all season and determine who is the best team in that league. All right. uh, now that is a 1 o'clock, a one o'clock game.
1: Okay. Now
2: what you're going to do after that game is you're going to get on Route 9. Mm-hmm. You're going to hop on from there to I-91, on to the Wilbercross Parkway, and you're going to go see Greenwich-New Canaan at night. Okay. Uh, this, by the way, is about an hour drive, so you can do it, people. You can get that. Um, this could be the game of the regular season, game of the year. Um, Greenwich is stacked. Uh, they were maybe a year ahead of their schedule last year uh, with a lot of young guys who played for the double-l title against mm-hmm.
1: Um
2: and they have a lot back. Uh, among them, Gavin Muir, uh, their starting quarterback, for over 2,900 yards last year with 33 touchdowns, just seven interceptions. Um, Tyson Camizio, their running back, uh, was one of the best I saw last year. He bowled a lot of people over. He ran for almost 14,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. And they also returned one of their top uh, defenders in uh, linebacker, Mosey Beesey. He was a all state linebacker. Uh, he only had 120 tackles with 14 sacks. Um This could be a battle for who is number one at the midway point of the Connecticut High School season. Mm -hmm. Uh, This could also be a preview of the Class L, Double L Championship game, uh, as New Canaan, as mentioned before, has moved up from Class L to Double L. uh, And Greenwich also beat New Canaan last year, 36-21, so I'm sure the Rams would like to pay back that receipt. So that would be... Overall games this season, regular season, the one to go see, Brandon in 6
0: p.m. on Saturday, October 6th. And he <clears> even <throat> gave you driving directions, so there's really no excuse for, for folks to not uh, get on the road and go see that one. And week. it's only an hour. It's only an hour. Anywhere in Connecticut it's is you know, roughly an hour. You're fine. Yeah, uh, so, so
2: stop complaining about long drives and just get in the car, folks. And agreed.
0: Drive. And you can even see, as he pointed out, you can see two great games that day instead of just one. So uh, no excuses. Uh, week six. Where are we going on uh, the weekend of uh, October twelfth and thirteenth? All right.
2: On Friday, October twelfth, you shall go down to the Surf Club on the wonderful banks of the Long Island Sound mm-hmm. to see West Haven at hand. Um, West Haven is a bit of a question mark as they, and many teams in the SCC's top tier Division One, uh, graduated a lot. Um, but this is still West Haven. Uh, they will always be problematic for opponents. They will always have tough kids who do not mind hitting someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they will be led up front defensively by Shane Clark, a large man at six foot four, 210 pounds at defensive end. Okay. Um, they're going to tinker a bit with their offense this season. They've always been known as a Winkey team uh, dating back to the long, long, long reign of Eddie McCarthy. Um, They've brought in former foreign coach Jeff DeVino, who is a uh, devout uh, fan of the devilish spread offense. Mm -hmm. So he's going to merge the two together and give uh, West Haven a different look on offense this year. Uh, Hands, your defending-class champions, are loaded again. Uh, They return much of the team back, and Defensively, uh, defense was one of their strengths last season. Then they returned two of their top guys in defensive back, Ian Butler and defensive lineman Jorn Cornelio. Uh, Joe Cornelio. Slow down, then. <laughs> uh, their de- their defense really paced that team last year, and it was pretty nasty. And they're going to be nasty again. So here is your chance to see West Haven hand. All right, uh, and I think this is the last cheat. <clears throat> <Okay>. That <laughs> Saturday, October thirteenth, I want everyone to get a chance to see Newtown, as they could be the class of the Southwest Conference this season. Um, they have lots and lots of size. Uh, they are going to be huge up front, and they are going to be giving the ball to Dan Mason, a six foot, two hundred and twenty pounds running back. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not bad. That's not bad. And uh, they also have a fullback who goes 6'3", and Jared Dunn. So uh, They are going to smash people this year. Just go straight ahead at you. Uh, for North Street Academy, uh, they believe that their defensive line is going to be their, one of their strengths this year, and that's led by Joe Desir. They're all ECC defensive linemen. Uh, so on one end, you're going to have Newtown and their large men up front on offense. Uh, and on the other hand you'll have North Street Academy in there, stout defensive line on the other end. So <clears throat> chance to see Newtown, chance to see two teams uh smashed into one another for your entertainment.
0: All right. What what could be better than that? So we'll uh move along now to week seven. What do you have uh what do you have on store for us? Week seven,
2: uh wanted to get everyone to see Shelton at least once this year. Mm-hmm. Uh Shelton is Let's use the word again, loaded. Uh, they were a year ahead of schedule last season. And they had a lot of juniors and sophomores who uh, just stepped right in and got the program back to the double-L playoffs. Uh, they returned 17 starters,
1: mm-hmm. among them
2: Jack Carr, uh, their tailback defensive back. You know, In eight games last year, he managed to run for 789 yards and five touchdowns. And that might not sound like a lot, but that's six yards a carry that he had last year. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. In addition to catching three touchdowns and being the third leading tackler on the team, um, North Haven's a bit of a question mark this year as they graduated from much of the team. However, Coach Tony Segnella never lacks uh, football players and is one of the better coaches in the state. Uh, and they also run that very, very sexy, single-wing, unbalanced offensive line offense. Um linebacker could be a strength for them this year as they return at Nick Dodge Sr. Uh, he was second on his team last year in tackles with 78. Um, I don't know if North Haven will be capable of stopping Shelton this year. I don't know if a lot of teams will be capable of stopping Shelton uh, in the SEC this year. But here is a chance to see them in beautiful North Haven on Friday, October
0: 19th. All right. We look forward to that and uh, nothing like nothing gets Ned excited like some uh, some single wing uh, running football. We appreciate that. October, uh, excuse me, the late in October now. Moving on to week 8. What do you have for us?
2: Uh Friday, October 26th, you're going to go see Suddington and East Hartford.
1: Mm.
0: Uh
2: East Hartford was one of the cool surprises of last year. Um the program had had some lean years and uh they managed to go 9-1 and last year during the regular season under head coach Rick Milton, um, and they also scored their first playoff appearance since 1987. Uh, that's a while ago. Yes. <clears throat> I think that's also when I graduated. Anyways, um, uh, East Hartford won last year. They stunned Covington by scoring uh, two touchdowns in the final two minutes and 16 seconds to win 27-20 to and snap. Southington's 41-game regular season winning streak. Uh, he's hard for is loaded. Only graduated three starters. Uh, among them back are Quan Tompkins, who threw for hmm, 1,950 yards, so just a scooch under 2,000 yards uh, with 16 touchdowns. And he was also a leading rusher at 1,066 yards and 8 touchdowns. Uh, much revolves around him on the offense. Uh, and he's also got a dangerous receiver back in Jaquan Allen, uh, who <laughs> averaged 20.6 yards a catch last season. That's really good. That's that two is first good. downs. Yeah. That's two first downs. Uh, and he had seven touchdowns. Uh, they, one coach said that they have as much, uh, athletic talent as any team he's seen in the state from New Milford down to Stonington. <clears throat> They're good. They're going to be good again this year. All right, Uh, Southington, always, always a contender uh, in the class double of playoffs and always a scourge of the Central Connecticut Conference. Um, They'll be breaking in a new quarterback this season, Jacob Dorena. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, And he's got more than enough dudes to throw and hand off to in his first year as a starter. Um, they returned their top tailback in Tanner La Rosa, who ran for a team high nine touchdowns last season. Uh, Southington never lacks guys who get the ball quickly uh, and like to hit. Uh, so this will be a fun game. Can Southington avenge last year's loss to East Hartford? Can East Hartford beat them again? Uh, regardless, this will be a great game as well as a good game to get the seeding started for the Class Bill of Playoffs. Absolutely. Subbington, right. East Hartford, Friday, October
0: 26th. All right, our first foray into the uh, the CCC thus far of uh, of the 2018 schedule. Where are we going in week nine?
2: Week nine, we're going back to Hartford <clears throat> to see Berlin at Bloomfield. Um, Berlin last year just escaped with a 23-14 win over Bloomfield. Um, and they are going to be a Class M favorite along with the likes of uh, Sheehan and most especially St. Joseph. Mm -hmm. Um, They have 17 starters back, again, just loaded. Uh, Among them, and I hope I don't butcher this poor kid's name, Zach Herubic. I probably butchered him. We'll take Um, He is a 5'11", 235 junior, Uh, plays a little defensive line, plays a little running back. Uh, 77 tackles and 7 sacks last season. Uh, Young last year, Berlin was, and probably the second-best team I saw in class M after uh, defending, or after state champions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bloomfield, again, another team with a lot back. Um, More than one class-S coach was happy last year when Bloomfield did not make the state playoffs. Uh, They're just that athletic. Um, and talented, and they are led on offense by running back Kaijan Butler, who, another one of my favorite running backs, uh, a 5'9", 195 bruiser who looks a lot bigger than 5'9", 195. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just runs hard, 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 hard. Uh, This is going to be a fun, fun clash between Berlin, which wants to win a Class M title, and Bloomfield, which might be the Class S favorite. So that is where you're headed Friday, November
0: 2nd. All right. The calendar turns to November, and we've got ourselves an excellent game. We like to see that. All right. Week 10, entering the home stretch here. What do we have uh, in early November now?
2: Friday, November 9th, you're going to head up to Wyndham Ooh. to go see Plainfield at Wyndham. Um, matchup between ECC uh, Division three teams, and the main reason I'm sending people to see this game is to go see Wyndham's running back linebacker Nathan Barbosa Torres. Pardon uh, me, Nate Barbosa Torres. Uh, how to describe him? Uh, take a payloader and drive out to a pumpkin uh, patch and just drive the payloader through the pumpkin patch at high speed. Okay, that is Nate Barbosa Torres. Uh, he goes six feet two thirty, probably bigger than that. Uh, and at times just single-handedly carried the Wyndham offense on his very, very broad shoulders last season. Um, he is definitely, definitely one of the best players in the state and someone you should go out of your way to see, which is why we're sending you to Plainfield at Wyndham, two teams that want to win a ECC Division Three title
0: very good we look forward to that a little di- little diversity I'm, I'm going to reckon that that's the first plainfield or Wyndham uh, reference we've gotten in uh, in all f- in five editions of this uh, of this little endeavor so we appreciate that on to week 11 we are really getting into it now the uh, the, 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 the bones of the season here teams finishing things up what do we got in week 11 all
2: right week 11 this is the last sheet um, on Friday November 16th you're going to go see Killenly at Capital Prep slash Achievement first. Um, <laughs> Killenly basically mashed everyone in their way last season on the way to a unbeaten season and a Class M title.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, cat Prep achievement was the only team that kept the, kept the score within under ten points. Uh, they only lost forty-one to thirty-two. Uh, which by Lee standards last year, that was a close game. I um, want everyone to get a chance to see Lee as they have enough back to make another run at the Class on title, although it's going to be tough with St. Joe's, Berlin, and Sheehan lurking about um, cap achievements. Have some holes to fill. They never seem to lack players. Mm-hmm. That is where you're going on Friday, November
1: 16th. All right. uh,
2: the following afternoon, you're Uh, It is the annual Battle of West Hartford between Conard and Hall. Um, Hall had a down year last year, um, but they beat Conard, which probably is really all that matters. Um, And they returned 15 starters. Um, Conard, ooh, uh, they graduated a lot. But this is still Hall-Conard. It is still the West hartford Border War. This is a game you want to go see on
0: Saturday, November seventeenth. Saturday, November seventeenth. All right, and then we wrap it up. Week twelve, encompassing, of course, all the traditional Thanksgiving uh, rivalry games. I I know everyone is excited to see where they will be spending either their Thanksgiving or the night before Thanksgiving or uh, any of their holiday uh, activities. Where are we going?
2: All right, on Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday, November twenty-first. uh, Windsor at Middletown, which is always the battle for the uh, CCC Division Two supremacy. Uh, oh, boy. Not only do we have a lot of uh, talented players here, as always, we also have a lot of large men in this game. <laughs> um, on Windsor's side, we have Donjay Casanova, who was an All-State player last year. Um, he's an offensive lineman, defensive lineman who goes six foot, two seventy. Uh, he is joined up front by Josh Weiner, six feet, two seventy-five, and Kyle Orchowski, six four, two seventy. Uh, on the middle Middletown side, <laughs> we have nose guard tackle Osborne Richards, six feet, two fifty. Center tackle Cam Barrett goes six—I'm sorry—goes six two three ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a tackle linebacker and Mike Foster, six feet two hundred and fifty. Okay, uh, a lot of large men up front. And Sensing a pattern last year, yeah, and last year's game, which Middletown won, was one of the most physical I saw. Neither team was able to move the ball much uh, on the ground as they just
1: smashed
2: one another. Uh, so that is where you're going on Thanksgiving Eve, ones in on November 21st. All right. And this is not cheating because Thanksgiving weekend you should see as many games as you
0: can. Sure.
2: On Thanksgiving morning, uh, you're going to go see one of the state's oldest and most heated rivalries between Nogatuck and Ansonia. Um, I would have to go back and look for how many times anyone in the Nogatuck Valley League has beaten Sonia in the last 10 years. Uh, it would probably Probably couldn't count it on more than one hand mm-hmm. or would need more than five fingers to do it. Uh, and Sonia has just ruled that league for decades. Um, but they graduated so, so, so much. This might be uh, the least starters back for a Tom Rocket coach team. Uh, just three starters back. Uh, among them, John Burney, uh, who could be one of the state's top linemen. Uh, but they have a lot of holes to fill. They'll still be challenging because that's just the way Ansonia rolls, but uh, they have some question marks. Nogatuck has so, so much back, and mm-hmm. people around that league say that they are the team to beat. And if this is any year to get Ansonia, this would be it. Uh, nogatuck uh, fled on offense and defense and special teams by Zach Kozlowski. Uh, he scored 10 touchdowns last year. Uh, so nogatuck Sonia is where you're going to want to go on Thanksgiving.
0: Mourn. And oh, that's right. it. That is it. That is a full slate. And this, I should say, this is the podcast interview where I do by far the most note-taking, because I like to be able to, uh, to offer a recap here. So let me first say that uh, by my rough estimate, I think you gave us 34 different schools, there or 34 different teams, I guess I should say, because we have some co-ops in there. But uh, roughly 34 different teams. So let's walk through this here, and uh, we'll go week one, September the 7th, and at Law uh september 8th new canaan at st joseph as we allowed a little cheating week two uh september 14th brookfield at hill house week three uh another double header for you uh september 21st north branford at branford uh september 22nd darien at st joe's week four september 29th fitch at new london Week 5, another uh, Friday-Saturday affair here. You've got the uh, Cog and Chog Co-op taking on Cromwell Portland on uh, October 6th. Then uh, you also have Greenwich and New Canaan uh, just hopping on the road and following up with that one. That'll be a, a good one down in the FCAC. Week 6, October the 12th, West Haven at Daniel Hand, followed by uh, Newtown at NFA the next day on the 13th. Week 7, October 19th, Shelton at North Haven in an SCC battle. Week 8, the 26th of October, CCC, Southington at East Hartford. Week 9, uh, November the 2nd, Berlin at Bloomfield. Week 10, the 9th of November, Plainfield at Wyndham. Week 11, another uh, double week here. We have the November 16th, Killingly at Capital Prep Achievement First. And then on Saturday, you have Conard at Hall, the Battle of West Hartford. And then wrapping it up Thanksgiving week on the 21st of November, Windsor at Middletown, and on Thanksgiving Day, you head to the Naugatuck Valley and you watch Naugatuck at Ansonia. Mr. Griffin, does that sound like a, a, a suitable uh, 2018 high school slate for a fan of, uh, of high school football? Road trip. Road trip. I, I was going to try and calculate all the mileage it would take to go to see all those games if you started from like a central location, but uh, I didn't have a chance to do that. Maybe we'll put that in the afterwards. But uh, as always, it is, uh, there's plenty of, of good games to see.
2: As always, get in the car and just drive. Connecticut f- is a small state. Ladies and gentlemen, stop whining about the trips. Just drive.
0: From your word, from uh, from your mouth to God's ears, my friend. We will. Uh, we hope that folks will uh, will endeavor to uh, to see as much of this. You'll have to uh, to let uh, Ned and I know on uh, on Twitter or your uh, your favorite social media platform how many of these games. If there's a fan out there uh, who makes it to uh, to majority of these games, we'd love to hear about it. And uh, as always, Mr. Griffin, you are a wealth of knowledge. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, rest up because the uh, the 2018 high school football season is fast approaching. We appreciate it, sir.
2: Well, thank you very much for having me on again, and if anybody has any qualms with this list uh, on social media, uh, please direct all tweets to at SPBully.
0: I think that's exactly right. Well said. As I said, Ned Griffin has uh, has all the information you could want and or need about the Connecticut High School football season, and uh, it's just always a blast to me to see how he's uh, mapped everything out. And uh, And as I said, I'd love to see if anybody uh, takes him up on this. Is there any fans out there? Are there any fans out there that are going to try uh, to get to at least as many of the games as you can? And I think he did, uh, even the weeks as we joked about that he cheated, I think he managed to try and stagger them in a way that you could theoretically see both games, so... The final tally there. I was talking to him. 18 games that Ned laid out for us this season. 34 different teams. So as I said, a great cross section all over the state, every corner of the state, just about uh, covered with his uh, his wonderful itinerary. The uh, the Ned Griffin uh, 2018 high school football roadshow itinerary. There we go. That's what I'm going to call it at least uh, for this time around, and I'm sure I'll quickly forget that. But uh, anyway around thanks so much to uh, to Ned hope you enjoyed that a lot of good information to get you ready for the high school football season uh, gonna try to come back next week again I think with another edition of the CIC cast and do a little preview uh, and, and talk a little bit about some of the other uh, high school sports kicking off here and getting ready to go. We certainly want to uh, not going to give short shrift to any of those uh, any of those sports either, but we love doing that uh, that preview with Ned as he rolls us through uh, the ultimate football schedule for the uh, the ultimate fan for the 2018 high school football season. So thanks again to Ned. Thank you very much for listening. Check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, We'd love it if you would subscribe, rate us, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us there, Uh, please download, please listen. We'd love to have uh, as many folks as possible checking out the podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at CIAC Sports, Instagram at CIAC Sports. As I said, going to be trying to provide some color, some photos, some videos from around the state tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, as we get underway here, teams uh, battling the heat. We know that's been a challenge for a lot of schools getting ready here as uh, this oppressive heat hopefully is going to break uh, and allow uh, the season to get off without too much of a hitch here in the uh, the coming days. But uh, where else? Facebook.com slash CIAC Sports is also. And, of course, CIACSports.com, CIACMobile.com if you're uh, on your phone or tablet. So all the places you can check out, all the good things. We're excited to get ready for another high school sports season uh, here in the office. Everybody's ready to go, raring to go. Forgot to mention this coming up this weekend, uh, we're very excited about, uh, for the first time actually, the CIAC is involved with hosting a a regular season competition. The uh, CIAC Volleyball will be hosting uh, an invitational for teams uh, all over Connecticut, a few teams from New York as well at the uh, Connecticut Sports Center in Woodbridge. So uh, a full day of girls' volleyball competition on Saturday. I think they're going to have five courts or so uh, up-and-running teams taking on each other, a round-robin kind of uh, competition. A lot of good volleyball going on in the early season there for teams uh, uh, looking to kind of get their season underway. So a lot of good competition, a lot of familiar powers in the world of Connecticut High School Volleyball. So hope folks will uh, will check that out this weekend. We haven't done a real good job, quite frankly, of uh, promoting that. But hope fans will get on the road uh, this weekend and check out uh, that that action at uh, in Woodbridge. Information about that can be found on CIC Sports dot com as well so check that out this weekend check out everything else all of our social media platforms we hope you're following along excited for another year of wonderful high school sports competition once again i'm joel cookson we thank you so much for being with us hope you'll be back with us when we return for another edition of the ciac cast